0: chapter 3. Uh, we had done till verse 17. So, we are doing from verse 18 onwards. Suddev Goswami said, my dear king, in the beginning during Satyuga, the age of truth, religion is present with all fours of his leg intact and is carefully maintained by the people of that age. These four legs of powerful religion are truthfulness, mercy, austerity and charity. So, Suddev Goswami is explaining this to Parikshin. Now, Parikshit is still there and uh, his is in his final breath, you know, like maybe some time is left. Now, what happens during that particular moment in time is Pariksit has asked him a certain question which is related to the different yugas and how this quality of the age changes, how these different kinds of, you know, destructive tendencies come in and what exactly happens and how does it work. So Suddev Goswami is explaining that during the first Yuga which is called the Satyuga or which is also called Krita, religion was present. Now what is religion and what is spirituality? People always mix up religion and spirituality as one and the same. Spirituality is the study of spirit. It's a spirit. You have to know the spirit within you. It has nothing to do with the body. It has nothing to do with the physical world. It is the spirit that is the word called spiritual religion is the way of life how do you live in this world so there are certain rules and regulations which we have to follow there are certain terms and conditions which are very very important and these are called religious principles religious principles talk about how religion gets affected when the deterioration of the material world happens As we go Yuga to Yuga to Yuga to Yuga, there are four Yugas, correct, isn't it? So first is Krita, second one is Treta, then it is dwapara, and the last one is Kali Yuga. So this time we are in the Kali Yuga. So there has been a steady deterioration and religion has lost its significance. So what is religion today? So during the first Yuga, so he is just giving an idea. During the first Yuga, religion was standing on four legs. Sometimes religion is considered as a cow, C-O-W (laughs) cow and this cow has got four legs and what are those four legs? The four legs are truthfulness, mercy, austerity and charity. Truthfulness, people are very truthful. So, what is this truthfulness? Truthfulness is a straightforward approach towards everything. If the question is asked, have you drunk water? The answer is simply yes, if you have drunk. If you have not drunk, the answer is no. As the next Yuga dawned from the Krita, so in the first Yuga, it was understood that if you were told to drink water, you drank the water. There was no need of even asking the question, did you drink the water? Okay. I am giving this example for you to understand how truth degraded. In the second Yuga, this is just an example, just for understanding purpose. What happened to the truth? The truth became a little diluted. Dilution of the truth means what? It means simply this, that did you drink the water? Oh, I am drinking just now. So the water is there. The question is asked. The person says, I am drinking it just now. Then came the third yoga. In the third yoga, the same question, let us say. Did you drink the water? And the answer was, and the answer was simply this. When I have the time, I will drink. When I have the time, I will drink. Now we are in the Kali Yoga. So, the question is the same. Did you drink water? Yeah, I drank the water. Did you actually drink the water? Yeah, really I drank the water. How was it? Oh, I went and I bought a bottle of soft drink. See, soft drink contains water, no? So, I drank water. The kind of deceit that is there in the world, you can see with this answer. The person is trying to go round in circles and deceitfully cheat that person you know saying that yes I did this. Let us say did you wake up in the morning? In the first yuga the person never had to be told to wake up in the morning. In the second yuga the person was told this is the time to wake up. And he would look at the clock and uh, clock or the cock crowing or whatever and he would wake up. In the third yuga I am trying to wake up see. I am sitting in my bed. In the fourth yuga, you you wanted me to wake up today? Today is my holiday, you know. I am staying at home today. But today is an important day. No, I thought that it is some other day, not today. That is why I was relaxing a bit. It's okay. Now that the time is gone, so forget about it. It is not important. This is how today's day is. So you understood how the deterioration has happened over a period of time. So truthfulness is exactly like this. Mercy. People were merciful earlier. I don't know about it today. There was a lot of austerity. And there was a lot of charity in the olden times. Charity we have explained. Austerity also I have explained. So I just gave you one example for you to understand. In the first yuga, this cow of religion. Cow of religion was standing on four feet and then suddenly one of the feet went away. Then one more feet. Now she is only standing on one foot. Okay. The people of Satyuga are for the most part self-satisfied, merciful, friendly to all, peaceful, sober and tolerant. They take their pleasure from within, see all things equally and always endeavour diligently for spiritual perfection. So during the first Yuga, it is the Krita. Everybody was self-satisfied. There was no need of any requirement in their life. I want these or I want that. There was no such thing. Merciful. They were quite merciful. Friendly towards all. Everybody was a friend. Peaceful. There was a lot of peace. Sober. People were very sober and tolerant. They were tolerating everybody. They took their pleasure from within. The pleasure was losing themselves in the self and nowhere else. You have to be lost in yourself. And everything was seen equally. So that means they had an equal eye over everything. So there was an equipoise and an equanimity in life and everything was seen as equal. So there was nothing called, you know, this is mine or that is yours. There was nothing like that. And there was always an endeavor for spiritual perfection. Everybody wanted to go towards spirituality. And there was a spiritual perfection in every. Now, in the second yuga, that is the Treta yuga, each leg of the religion is gradually reduced by one quarter by the influence of the four pillars of a religion lying, violence, dissatisfaction. The four things which were there previously, remember? Truthfulness, mercy, austerity, and charity. Now, just imagine if the leg was four, you know, four inches or whatever, I don't know, maybe it was four, four, four feet. Then what happens? One feet was cut off. Now only three feet are remaining. So like that, think like that. The table is there. <laughs> you know that four thing table is there. But the level has come down from this to this to this to this to this, to this. flattened. So understand like that. So now then what happened? The four pillars of irreligion came into the picture. What are the four pillars of irreligion? Violence, lying, dissatisfaction and quarrel. People quarreled with each other. There was no friendliness. If you recollect during the Second, the kings were always upsurping another king by doing Ashwamiyagya. During that yuga, Parshuram came. The previous avatars had already come and there was a lot of disconnect in the world and that is the reason why Parshuram came and destroyed most of the Kshatriyas. He also met Sri Ram during this yuga and Sri Ram had to go to the jungles. Why? In exile with his wife and his brother. Why? Because there was a big issue there. His third mother, that means you understand that three wives. She wanted her son to become the king. Three mothers, right? Now think about it. There are world leaders who have got three wives and four wives and ten wives. God knows how many. The son from the first wife will say, I want to become the king. The second wife's child will say, no, no, I want to become. The third wife's child will say, I want to become. And it goes on. You see, see, there was a problem. So during the time of Sri Ram also a similar kind of an issue came into the picture. The third wife said my son needs to become the king. So there was deceit, there was lying, there was violence, dissatisfaction and quarrel. So did you see this dissatisfaction come into the picture? The mother says I want my son instead of Sri Ram to become the king to her husband. And she says I want the elders to go in exile for 14 years. Ramayana happens after that in the sense that you know Sita gets kidnapped and all that kind of things. So that was the second Yuga. Lying, violence, dissatisfaction and quarrel came into the picture. Very bad isn't it? Now in the Treta Yuga people are devoted to ritual performances and severe austerity. They are not excessively violent or very lusty after sensual pleasure. Their interest lies primarily in religiosity, economic development regulated sense defection, gratification and they achieve prosperity by following the prescriptions of the three vedas. Although in this age society evolves into four separate classes working okay? most people are brahmanas. So during this second yuga, what happened? People perform rituals, different, different kinds of rituals came into the picture. Again we go back to Ramayana, you will find that Ramayana was happening, Sri Ram met those 10,000 sages in the forest. They were performing yajna. They were performing religious ceremonies During that time, you will find that these religious ceremonies were very, very important. And severe austerities. They were doing severe austerities. And they were not that excessively violent or lusty after sensual pleasure. Now, lusty. Think about it. Ravana, you know, if you take today's age, raping was a very, very easy thing to do. But Ravana did not touch Sita at all. He just asked her. He just put her in the jail in that particular place and said, You want, you should marry me. That is all. The moment he tried to come close to her, she took one stalk of grass and threw it on him and it burnt. So, this is what is mentioned in the Ramayana. So, anyway, coming back to our story, they were not excessively violent or lusty after sensual pleasures. The interest light primarily in religiosity. Their interest was religious principle. So, we have to become religious. Second, economic development. You know, these four things what they are? They are called dharma, artha, kama, moksha. Correct? Dharma, the first one, religious. Artha, economic development. Kama, satisfaction of their primary, whatever satisfaction that they have to do. And Last one is to be liberated. So they were definitely looking for liberation. That is why even Valmiki was there during that age. Isn't it? He was writing that beautiful poem that is Ramayana. So so all these things were there. The interest lies primarily in religiosity, economic development, regulated sense gratification and they achieved prosperity by following the prescriptions of the three Vedas. So they followed the Vedas. Although in this age, society evolved into four classes. So, four distinct classes were evolved. In the previous Yuga, there were only sages. Remember the first Yuga? Krita Yuga was only sages. Only religious people were there. They were taking care of each other and they were kind, compassionate and all that. But the second Yuga, you can remember the the killing of all the Kshatriyas by Parshuram. That means there was a caste. There was a... Clear distinction between Brahmanas, Kshatriyas, Vaishyas, and Shudras. So these four classes of people came into the picture. In Dwapar Yuga, the religious qualities of austerity, truth, mercy, and charity were reduced by one-half by their irreligious counterpart, dissatisfaction, untruth, violence, and envy. Now we come to the next yuga. The next yuga is the Dwapar Yuga. Dwapar Yuga is a time when Krishna was there. The previous yuga Sri Ram was there, the next Yuga, Krishna was there. So during Krishna's time what happened, that Yuga was deteriorating still further, further. It went on further deteriorating. The religious austerities, they slightly, the truth, mercy and charity, all these were reduced by half, half of them. and that is 50%. And what came into the picture? Dissatisfaction. Do you remember the Kauravas were dissatisfied with the kingdom? I want more, I want more, I want more. Even if those 12 villages were given to Pandavas, that also they wanted. Not only that, they wanted their wife also. Can you imagine the kind of thing that was happening? And there was a lot of untruth in that. What untruth was there? The untruth that is even the game of dice. That was a loaded dice, which Shakuni played. So untruth was there, continuous untruth. Violence, do I have to tell you about Mahabharata Enmity. (laughs) Well, everybody else, because I wanted something that belonged to you. So, I am going to be your enemy. In the Dwapara age, people are interested in glory and very noble. They devoted themselves to the study of the Vedas, possess great opulence, support large families, enjoy life with vigor. The four classes, the Kshatriyas, Brahmanas are most numerous. So, during the third Yuga, what was it that happened? The world was glorious and they were noble. People were devoted to learning the Vedas. If you recollect during the time of Krishna, there were a lot of sages around, and they were very religious. They used to by heart these, you know, Vedas and the Shastras. You know, I'm sure you know, all those Panditjis who who come to your house, they can, you know, say it by rote. So imagine the previous Yuga, they could say anything and everything. So they were very. Particular about religious practice, and they knew the Vedas by heart. Possessed great opulence; they were great kings, very rich, big diamonds. You, you understand what I'm saying? Huh? Now we have a small diamond, and we are very happy. The diamond has no value, but yet still we are very happy. I've got one small diamond. You see, what? Now that time there were big diamonds, lot of gold jewelry. People were, you know, opulent. Today. If you have to buy 10 grams of gold, it's such a big painful story. Like a man buys, oh, I bought gold jewelry because my daughter is getting married. Wow. So daughter is getting married, that is how much did you buy? I bought 10 tolas. 10 tolas of the great thing, you know, 100 grams. Wow. <laughs> During that time, Dwapar yoga, they must be buying in kilos. You understand kilos? Huh? Why they, why am I saying they bought in kilos? You remember the story where Krishna is doing Tulabarna. Tulabarna is a place where he sits in one weighing scale. On one side Krishna sits and on the other side you start putting gold over there. So his wife, you know, she started putting gold. And so much of gold she put and still Krishna's side was heavy, unfortunately. <laughs> so then Krishna's wife says, why don't you put one Tulsi Patta in there? Basil leave this Just one is enough. And then the whole thing will tilt. The basil leaf will become more heavy and Krishna will go up like this. So, that's enough to give so much in that story. So, you can remember how much of gold there must be. So, people were interested, in, you can say the age of the gold rush, you know, <laughs> so something like that. Well, there are mines in Karnataka, a Kolar gold mine. There is no gold in that Kolar gold mines anymore. It all got exhausted during the last yuga, and after that, the next yuga, you no, know, every book, every Kolar gold, gold mine has become empty. <laughs> It's a good place to really want to go nuclear blast or something and make a house and so many kilometers (laughs) below. It would serve a good purpose. Otherwise, it's of no value. our gold fields is gone. So, the same thing. Idea that the third yuga, there was a lot of opulence. Yes, lot of opulence, right? And then what was there? In the Dwapar yuga, people were interested in glory, very, very noble. They devoted themselves to the study of Vedas, produced great opulence, support large families. Wow! Large families, you know, joint families. Krishna's family, don't even ask how big it was. One Krishna, 16,108 wives. Each wife had, I think, 10 sons and one daughter or something. How many? Then you can do the permutation combination. And each son had another power to the 10. Okay. One. one, Like that. big family, massive family, all right. So what kind of a massive family? So they were joint families during that time, people supported Today if you think in terms of just if your parents are going to come and uh, something must be wrong, you know. No, we have just come to stay with you for a few days. When are you going is the first question people will ask. So when are you going? And now those who stay abroad will say, you know, you got a one month visa. No, okay, please go after one month. <laughs> they are happy. They have got only one month visa. So people are happy. They are going away. <laughs> that is today. But in olden times, the parents may come and they stay or rather they were staying together as a big family. So that was there. Enjoy life with vigor. And yes, people were interested in doing everything with gusto. Today, to get up in the morning, The first thing that is what people say, why do I need to wake up? And imagine doing anything with gusto. That's the problem is nobody is interested. You will find half dead people. You know, see them right round you. Those who travel by the local trains, you know, metro, railway. Look at, he's lost in his phone like this and he has a frown on his face or most of the time his eyes are closed. So he has not had sleep or she has not had sleep. And they might be holding on to the rail on top and the one phone will be like this and the train is going like you know, There is no smile on the face of people. If somebody were to say, can I sit over Hmm. Mm. You know the way people move around like this. <laughs> there is no decency left. People are not interested in anything else. The thing is, there is no life in people. You understand life means what? Things you can do with vigor. There is no vigour. Okay. You can see those who have vigour. Now this is something very strange in this yoga, Okay. Who has vigour now? You see the women are more vigour than men. <laughs> the men look like like this. And the women are saying, okay. I will go and win, win the Olympics also. I will do this and I will do that. Everybody wants to do something. So this is how the whole world has come today. And in the Dwapar Yuga, people are... So I gave you this understanding of the Dwapar Yuga. Of the four classes, Kshatriyas and Brahmanas are more numerous in the age of Kali. Only one-fourth of the religious principle have The last remnant will continuously be decreased by the ever-increasing principle of irreligion and will finally be destroyed. So, slowly, slowly the legs are going for that. Curve. And then what is remaining? Nothing, only stubs are remaining. And even the stubs are going to disappear very soon. See, in the Kali Yuga, people tend to be greedy, ill-behaved, merciless. They fight one another without good reason. Unfortunate and obsessed with material desires. The people of Kali Yuga are almost Shudras and barbarians. So, only Shudras are remaining now. No kingly type of people. Nothing like. You got what I am saying? Only the lowest class of people are remaining. So, everybody is a lower class. So, everybody should have reservation. We should all have reservation because we are all lower class only. This is the book is saying. Supreme Court cannot rule this, no? This book was done way before Supreme Court. I think they, this verse should be told to all the Supreme Court judges. You see, okay, everybody is a Shudra in this yuga, Common man. Shudra doesn't mean Shudra. It is just the term has been misused and misrepresented so badly. Everybody is a Shudra means everybody is a common man. Got it? A common man, an ordinary person. No brains also. So in the Kali Yuga, people are greedy. I want more, 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 more. How many houses can a person own? Do you know the, he he can't, he can't own even 6 by 3, the last house of his, you know, called, eh? you remember? That also he can't own. Why? Because soon those skida makodas will come, you know, those creatures will come and eat that thing. Coffin, I mean, I hope you understand. Coffin. Even that 6 by 3 coffin is not yours. Then why are we running after land? property, this, that, but man wants, I bought this property, I bought that property, there. I bought that property, there. I bought that property. Recently when, you know, one of the persons that I approached, uh, an estate agent, he was telling that there is this person, he wants to sell one property. And then he says, you know, how many acres of land this one man has? A lot of property, 700 acres. What is he going to do with it? I don't understand. You don't even require that much of land. You see, You require a very small place to live, but man is greedy, and greed is a part and parcel of this. He is ill behaved and merciless. Ill behaved cannot speak one good word in this world. If I say, Can you praise somebody? No. Forget about the men. Even the media is like this. Every day, when you look at the media, it has something bad to write about, even the topmost people in their country. They are never going to say anything good. So, ill-behaved, they are very ill-behaved and merciless. You look at all these, you know, beheadings that are going on, the people killing each other, the crisis that is happening, the ISIS, the crisis, the Rohingyas, the Vietnam War, the India-Pakistan War, Bangladesh, you see the whole problem. Africa is like a powder keg. Basically, every place over there is full of that. You remember in old uh, in South Africa, there was apartheid. The black people were not allowed to own any you know, white people were taken. And then what happened? The black people came into power. Now it is reverse apartheid. Okay. The white people are not being allowed to own anything. All the land is being taken away. So what is going to happen? There are countries where people are selling land after land after land. There are countries which are capturing other countries by giving them donations, you know, money and that country cannot pay back and then you have a problem. So you understand, they are merciless and they fight on one another without good reason. What is the reason for doing something, fighting with each other? Why did you cut my lane? You just came in, you know, from this side, trying to avoid somebody. I don't care. You cut me. I was going by car a few days ago, we were approaching the signal. and. There were three rows of cars. From the third row, somebody is trying to come into the second row. He was on a bike and there was a child sitting in front of him without a helmet. And the man comes in the middle while our car is just trying to go ahead. And then he stops his bike and he starts yelling at us. You can't see, but it is a signal. People have stopped. We are going to our place in the signal, in that row, second row. And you are cutting through the third row and you are a bike. And on top of it, you don't even wear a helmet. So, you see, the reason is that person was angry with us. Why? You should have seen. But you are cutting through. That is not how things are. People do not care. And this is what it means. You know, people fight one another for no rhyme or reason. Mind gives them some ideas and they start thinking bad about the other person and then they fight. Unfortunate and obsessed with material desires. People are unfortunate, very unfortunate, and they are obsessed with material desires. Even the smallest of the person that he may have just zero money in. Him, isn't it? I want to become a millionaire. I'm after millionaire, billionaire, and now they are going to talk about trillionaire. Why? Apple is a trillion dollar to be a trillionaire. After that, what quadrillionaire or something like that? Don't know. No. So very soon people are going to think like this. There is no harm in, you know, dreaming is what they say. What kind of a dream? So, unfortunate and obsessed with material desires, the people of Kali Yuga are all Shudras and barbarian. Barbarians, you know. You know, in Mumbai and in big places, there are chawl systems. You know, chawl systems are those one house, another house, another house, another house. In one building, you enter the system. HDB, they call it in Singapore. It's called a chawl in India, by the way. Chal means the lower level segment of people stay in that. So if you get up from the one floor, you will find one house, two house, three house, four house. The doors only can be seen right up to the end of the corridor. It's called a Chal in Mumbai. And two doors are together. Like one door of this family or this, they call it a, why they call it, they should call it a rat hole. Okay. Rat hole on this side, one rat hole on this side. And this person will, you know, and there is a line for drying clothes. So, just imagine if this person is drying clothes in this person's line, 100% there is going to be a fight. Some person from outside comes, you know, in India we leave our uh, slippers, I mean, chapels outside, you know, shoes outside. Imagine this person leaving the shoe outside, slightly on the other side of the door. That tends to a fight. Morning time when you put the kachara outside, Kachra means that dustbin outside, okay. If the dustbin is on their side, There is going to be a problem. Do you know what kind of stupidity human beings do these days? In the train, the seat is meant for three people. Four and five people will sit on it. And there is a in between two seats, you know, there is a space. People will stand over there also. This is what life has come to. And then nobody cares. You got what I am saying? The material modes, goodness, passion and ignorance whose permutations are observed within a person's mind are set into motion by the power of time. So we have the three gunas and we are acting. Time. When mind, intelligence, and senses are solidly fixed in the mode of goodness, that time should be understood as Satyuga. So, you remember, everybody was kind, peaceful, and all that kind of stuff. That was Satyuga, the age of truth. People then took pleasure in knowledge as pure Satvik. Oh, most intelligent one, when the coordinated souls are devoted to their duties but have ulterior motives and seek personal personal prestige, you should understand the treta, the functions of passion are predominant. The next Yuga was all passion. Passion means the second one, isn't it? Second one is what? Full of passion. First one is truthfulness, right? So it is austerity, truthfulness, blah, blah, all that, Satyuga was like that. So more predominance was Sattva. Now more predominant in the second yoga was Rajas, right? When greed, dissatisfaction, false pride, hypocrisy. And envy become prominent along with attraction for selfish activities. Such a time is the age of Dwapara, dominated by the mixed mode of passion and ignorance. So comes the third Yuga where there is greed. Remember third Yuga immediately should Mahabharata. Don't, don't think of anything else. Second Yuga Ramayana and third Yuga Mahabharata. And fourth Yuga you and me like that. You and me and everybody else around us. So third Yuga will be is very nice comedy story in a stand-up comedy. So <laughs> in the third Yuga what happened? Greed, dissatisfaction, false pride, hypocrisy, envy became prominent. Along with attraction for selfish activities. I want this kingdom, I want that kingdom. Everybody was fighting with each other. Such a time of age of Dwapara, dominated by the mixed modes of passion and ignorance. So there was passion and ignorance both mixed together. 50-50. When there is a predominance of cheating, lying, sloth, Sleepiness, violence, depression, lamentation, bewilderment, fear and poverty. That age is Kali, the age of the mode of ignorance. So now we have come to Kali Yuga. And Kali Yuga's definition is very beautiful. See, he talks about first cheating. Everybody is cheating each other. Lying. People lie left, right and center. Even for the stupidest reason people will lie. I gave you the example of drinking water. You can take any example. The person will look at you in your face like this and lie. Straight forward. And then you ask, I was meaning that, not this. And You catch that person with the pants down. No, the person will say, oh. And then there is indignation. Oh, you mean to say I was a liar. Of course, you are a liar. L-I-A-R. You are a liar. Who the hell are you talking about? Straight forward, straight away. You are a liar. There is no truth coming from your mouth at all. And what kind of truth are we talking about? You have truth. Multiple versions of truth. It's like you know, asking somebody, Did you drink? No. Are you sure? You didn't drink anything? No. I didn't drink anything. But your breath is smelling. Ah. Oh. I forgot to eat the chewing gum. That means you drank. No. What do you mean by no? But you were late in saying no. Why didn't you say no immediately? Then it is the truth, isn't it? Then that no is the truth. No? Oh, you mean, oh, I was with my colleague, you know. I must have taken one sip. One sip only. That was long ago. Long ago. How long ago? After I left my office. But it is only 8 o'clock just What time did you leave your office? 6 o'clock. So long ago is, oh, after 6 you went to a bar. Then you had one sip only. And that was long ago. So you must have had it at 7 o'clock and now you are 8 o'clock you are here. It was long ago. Yeah. One sip. One sip doesn't mean that I was drunk. You see. I am not drunk. You can do my, uh, you know that uh, testing if you want. As if that person is going to be testing. He's got that breathalyzer or something over there. Wife is having, sitting with a breathalyzer over there. Nothing like that. But still. I didn't drink. Why is this kind of a need? People have sex. And all those kind of things. And if you ask them. Did you sleep? No. Never. You think I will fall for that kind of a girl? Oh, Is that so? Oh, that means that girl is that kind of a girl. So what kind of a girl will you? Oh, she should be really like a beauty queen or something. So you are not going to fall for that kind of a girl. But did you sleep with her? Is that the question? No. But I was told you did something like that. Who told you? Who the hell told you? You, you know. See, the point is. You have done everything and on top of it, who the hell told you? I mean, man can lie through the teeth. Every sentence is a lie. Every sentence is a lie. You see, one lie after another, after another. You know, if you want to hide that one lie, you have to tell a hundred. This is the yoga for lying. sloth. So, I have my students telling me. Tomorrow morning I will get up. I promise you. Tomorrow morning, 5.30 I will get up. I put the alarm for 5 o'clock. I will get up at 5.30. 7 o'clock even if you call them. huh? Why are you calling me so early? It is 7 o'clock. Okay. I will get up again. And at 8 o'clock if you call them or 8.30 if you call them. What happened? Oh sorry, 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 sorry. I completely forgot you know. I thought that I had to wake up that day. Tomorrow, tomorrow I will wake up. This kind of a slop and a sleepness, sleepiness is there with everybody. People sitting in the satsangar. They're sitting like this and closing their eyes and they are, and I, if I ask them, why are you, sl-? I am listening to every word you are saying. See, every word I can tell you, but your eyes were closed. That I was deeply listening to you. Wow. You listen deeply when you close your eyes and you're going like this, like this, and like this. How can you be so untruthful? No, no, I was truthful. I can. I can recount every word that you You are talking about sloth, you remember? You are talking about sleepiness. See, if I was sleepy, I, how can I tell you about it? <laughs> so you understood this is how the world is today. Violence. Violence has become very prominent. The husband beating the wife, the wife beating the husband, this one beating that one, that one beating that one. It is so common. Un- unnecessary violence. There are people shot for no rhyme or reason. People are practicing in the jungle so that they can shoot somebody. What, for what reason? Can't say anything. Depression. Can you name one person in your life who is not depressed? Everybody is depressed. Why? That word is there in the... I have to use it somehow. Why should I use that word? I have to understand it. It's like, you know, I want to smoke a cigarette. Why? I have to understand what it means to smoke a cigarette. I have to understand what it means to drink, you know, whiskey. Why? It's important. Everybody does it, so I also have to do it. I also should have an idea about it, isn't it? Okay. So, it is exactly like that. Everybody is depressed nowadays. You look at their eyes. You know, like this. Full, they don't have any life in them. What is wrong with you? Lot of problems. Lot of problems, sir. Macha. What to do? I don't know with my life. <laughs> what much you don't know what to do with your life anymore. everybody is like this only by the way if you ask this person like he just imagine you're going to a person and you're telling him how bad and miserable your life is and whom are you telling now just imagine now uh, one guy cuz she doesn't listen that other guy is saying yeah i got to listen to all this i wish he knew what was happening in my life and these all these machas come together and then they do a lot of maja and you know what they do i'll tell you how this works one guy comes and he is very depressed. He doesn't know what to do. So they will we'll have a drink, sometime. and then they are sitting with their. And at the end of that whole session, you know, they have decided we'll go to Canada, we close by. You know, we have got USA visa We can just go across the border and come. Yeah, we have not seen the Niagara Falls from close by. You know, we have to. And all these guys will go up to Niagara Falls, and there also they will drink and talk the same thing, and they will come back. And when they are returning back, next time we have to do this again. When is your next holiday? Oh, Thanksgiving, no. That entire weekend I am also free. We will go again. So, where are we going? I will let you know here. I will let you know during that next weekend. And next weekend, where are you? Oh, I have to go somewhere. My, you know, my in-laws are here in town. Okay. (laughs) So, what happened to your Thanksgiving? They told me I have to come to India for that, you know. You know how many problems I have with my visa now, that H-1B, so many issues and they want me to come to it. But sir, you are willing to go to some other country and do a lot of maja over there and yet you are telling me this. It doesn't work. So, you have to drink yourself to glory and get lost in the misery and that is called depression. And of course... You can go to any psychiatrist and come with a, you know, a string of tablets. And the, the, the usual conversation goes something like this. You know why you are going through a de- depression? Yeah, you are the reason for it. You are blaming me for it? Me? I have, I have, you know, done so much for you. After you got married, you know, your stupid father, he want, he came to us begging for, oh, you know, Boss, you have been married for 8, 10 years or 12 years and still you are talking about marriage. That time your father came begging and he was asking so much. How much money you have asked me and blah. Oh, that happened a 100 years ago. We are talking about today. So, you know, depression is like a regular stuff. The Indians also, now they have become more depressed. After seeing all these things on television, people are getting depressed like left, right side. It's very common. Lamentation. Lamentation, I was lamenting only. What So, it's like that. You go to their, you know, Instagram post and you will find after a few days and then when they get really very angry, complicated, really. <laughs> it comes in Facebook and right? I am in mean, a complicated relationship. Why don't you say I want to divorce this woman or I want to divorce this man. Say like that and get out of it. <laughs> no. Why? Complicated. She is also married. I am also married. What are we to do? <laughs> don't say that this is not there around you it's very much around you this is kali yuga kali yuga is exactly like this bewilderment everybody is bewildered you ask some person like a very simple question you know a very simple question the question is where was jesus christ born somewhere in middle east i think where in middle east saudi arabia <laughs> How in the world was Saudi Arabia over there at the time at the time of Jesus Christ? I don't know. See, nobody knows how Jesus Christ could be born in Saudi Arabia. No idea, okay where was Do you know the capital of the country Tel Aviv? Uh, Australia? No, I don't know. <laughs> so you know our general knowledge has become like this. We don't know where Jesus itself was born. I don't know man. Where was Buddha born? Nepal. Sir, there was no Nepal at that time. No, he was born in Nepal. I know. I have seen the stone on which he was. He plonked himself. Okay, so he fell down over there. Yeah, I have seen that stone. What kind of a crap is this? There was no India also, by the way. It's called. So this, this is the thing which we have come to fear and poverty. Everybody is fearful. We are fearful. Income tax, IRS. You know how much fear is there? The tax department, we are always fearful. What notice? Come on. It's okay. You just have to fill your form and give it to them. You have to be truthful. First yuga. Oh, this is the last yuga. I completely forgot. Okay. We are in the most untruthful age. So we have to hide or it becomes we have to hide the gold. And government has to come up with demonetization. Okay. So many people are having thousand rupee notes. Let us demonetize them. So all the notes, they will have to burn away kind of nonsense is but yes we have to do it why everybody is poor you ask another person in india it is provident fund how much money do you have what are you talking you have come to the age of retirement and provident fund how much pf are you going to get already had withdrawn it so now how much is balance i don't know (laughs) maybe the government portion only is balanced why portion, i feel (laughs) so today provident fund also is like that gratuity is like that everybody wants to take out a you know how. Just imagine, uh, there are some idiots in this world who took out life insurance 20 years ago and they are still alive. They are only paying paying, And after you are dead, you are anyway not going to enjoy it. So why the hell are you paying that premium then? It should not be called a premium. It should be called a loot. You know the reason why? Because they are taking from a person who is anyway going to die. You understand? You are anyway going to die. And you are paying a premium for it. For what? A family is least bothered. You die, your wife is going to get married to some, her boyfriend and go away. She is going to do the same thing and he is also going to do the same thing. Don't bother your head. doesn't make a difference. So you understood? That age is Kali. The mode of ignorance. So now we have done a small comedy over here. The The age of Kali is only comic age. Stand-up comedy. Did I not tell you? Age of Kali is stand-up comedy. By the way. The only thing which I am not doing at this point in time is all the four-letter words that I am supposed to use. You know, for every sentence, punctuation has to be a four-letter word. Hmm. I am not using that because this is supposed. To, but otherwise, if this was a pure stand-up comedy, then the Kalyuga is a very good place to do your stand-up. All right. So I will stop over here. I will see you all tomorrow. We have ended at verse thirty.